This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hey, I'm Roberta Blevins, and this is Life After MLM, a podcast where we work to end the stigma of failure in an industry designed for you to fail. What? So, yeah. <laughs> this is like Sorry, crazy, like, pull the train over. Everybody show me your tickets. Like, what? Yep. So Not that she could pull worked, a train over, but stop. Well, it. because I worked on a military base, I was used to this kind right. of Right, you're like, this so, is normal. Yep. So I pull my, my I pull my light rail tickets out as well as my, my the group I'm with. And he walks by, he looks at mine, looks at theirs, and he just kind of snorts, walks on by because he couldn't bust us. Okay. Um so we get to the we get to the uh, Baltimore Convention Center and come to find out it's a huge party. Oh yeah, it's a troll party. You've seen trolls? Yes. Yeah. So you, you, you meet <laughs> people from... Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So screamers and balloons and, and pom-poms and confetti cannons and t-shirt cannons and loud music and flashing lights and strobe lights and well, oh, and, and there, are these, there are these like you know balloons that you get you get to hold by the handle. You know, you hold them up over your head and you guys clap them. Yeah, and, and you can take a picture and you can hashtag it. And you know, I mean, this is obviously 15 years ago, so a little different, but it's the same as it is yeah. now. It's the same yeah. as it is now. Nothing's changed in terms of the rah rah recruitment yeah. uh, indoctrination conventions that these MLMs have. Yeah, and so pumping full of toxic positivity, full uh, of just this love bombing energy and you're like i mm-hmm. am so inspired and mm-hmm. and how much changes yeah nothing yeah. all right um, so you get to this party and you're like oh my god this is totally worth it this is the most amazing thing i've ever seen in my entire life awesome wow everybody everybody's excited no everybody's wonder excited. everybody joins these companies this is incredible yeah and and of course you know you meet people from like different parts of the country or, or, or other parts of the world and it's like you feel like you've known these people all your life yeah, and Donald Trump's going to be there, so it's got to be legitimate. Be now, now Donald Trump was going to speak on the last day because he, you know, he's like the final the keynote address, right? Him, right? Yeah. But in the meantime, it's ended like, on a high note, right? Yeah, right, right. So we're we're here, and we're just you know we're we're so excited. We're you know we're hearing like the the great speeches. Um, so like the first half, you know, you you, you get out your notebooks, you take a lot of notes, you hear the speeches, and then they break for lunch. Um, now when you break for lunch, you know, you were only allotted a certain amount of time to go, to go eat. And then, cause you had to go back to the convention center. Right. Did they have food there like provided for you? Like food booths or again, it's 15 years ago. So probably not they, food trucks, but not, anything not like trucks. that. They have like some food places, uh, some mm-hmm. food booths, but those, those were very extremely pricey. And the line so, was probably ridiculous as well. Yeah. So where what well, my group and I went to, we went we went to a local McDonald's, which is like right here. Like McDonald's. <laughs> okay. And, like, I'll take a number two with a Coke. Yeah. Six dollars. Thank also, you. 
there was also a line, a long line there too, of a bunch <laughs> right. of other reps. Okay. And this McDonald's employee, uh, he sees this, he sees our name tags, he sees who we're with, he sees us being dressed up and he flips out. He's just like, you guys are part of a pyramid scheme. You're not going to make any money on this. Oh you're my God. See, you need to wake up. The employee at McDonald's? Yeah. <laughs> he was just going nuts the employee at mcdonald's did everybody hear that the employee the hourly employee at mcdonald's who has benefits and things i don't know what his rank <laughs> at the mcdonald's was the um, mcdonald's employee that mlm people are always like uh, you want to be a mcdonald's employee forever he's the one that's like you guys are in a pyramid scheme get a legitimate <laughs> job do you need an application <laughs> oh, he was, he was just screaming off the top That's of his lungs. And crazy. There was like, there was like, uh, there was one. In a McDonald's in- full of ACN people, he's screaming. Yeah. You're on, you're in, oh my God, that's incredible. I mean, and it there, probably didn't work, but still very well, there, bold. There, there's <laughs> actually, there's actually like, there was actually one lady who was in the line. She was like, you know, an attractive Latina, like East coast. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, she was, she was just like dishing everything out right back. And she's like, you know, you're going to be a McDonald's for the rest of your life because we don't need people like you in ACN. We are here for financial independence and you, you're going to be a McDonald's for the rest of your life. We don't need people like you. I'm so sad that this happened 15 years ago and not present day when everyone has a video camera in their pocket, because I would love to see that. <laughs> I would love to see a mega hun battle a McDonald's employee in a term, a a battle of the wits of what is and isn't a pyramid scheme. That is incredible, (laughs) which I wish there's a YouTube video of that. Oh, YouTube was fairly new at that point. We didn't have camera phones, so there was no way. Um, Oh my gosh. Looking back, that McDonald's employee had more common sense than the rest of us the entire the entire people in, in the line. restaurant yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i i applaud that guy yeah i hope he's listening to this <laughs> and he goes oh my god that's me that's you reach out and let's reconnect yeah, yeah. so so it's like you know so we go through the rest of the convention that and the, you know the day and we're, we're tired we decide to do some sightseeing um and uh, we go to a we go to a, a fudge shop near the pier where there's like a, a bunch of boats and this pier this fudge shop is very unique because there's like a lot of uh, minority kids who uh, are singing 60s songs but they change the lyrics to sing about fudge well you know what that was very impressive so we bought a lot of fudge oh i love fudge though and, i mean it's really hard to convince me to not buy more fudge like yeah. it's very easy like would you like to upgrade to a pound i'm like yeah why not <laughs> yeah, I imagine and, singing in doo-wop would have I would have probably bought a lot more such oh and, and we did we, we we bought more than we needed uh, but <laughs> it's like what one of the songs they were singing was my girl and they sang they they, they substituted my girl for my fudge and we're just, <laughs> oh, this is awesome these kids are enjoying themselves we are gonna we're gonna help them out we're not only we're not only gonna buy a lot of fudge but we're gonna put some money in that tip jar because man these kids are awesome my fudge <laughs> I could just imagine a barbershop quartet singing my fudge or something that's great i love it yeah so you buy all um, this fudge you're chilling out at this fudge shop yeah 
did the did so, the kids also tell you you were in a pyramid scheme <laughs> they they probably knew but you know what they're just like hey they're like you're like, in a pyramid scheme pyramid scheme pyramid scheme <laughs> they probably knew you were in a pyramid scheme and, and wasn't gonna make a lot of money but you're just like you know what it's like at that point they're probably thinking yeah it's like you know we're gonna make a lot of money off these white people so <laughs> I mean, that's the, that's one of the upsides of these places that have these huge MLM conventions. It is a lot of local uh, generation of income for the community, like yep. the McDonald's, like that McDonald's is like, we're having a humongous lunch rush today. And the flight yep. shop that's like, whoa, we just made so much. We made a week's worth in a minute. Like, <laughs> Yep. So, I mean... I yeah. try to find the silver lining, obviously. That's one of the very, very fine, fine, fine silver linings of these yes. conventions is that it does yes. generate a lot of local income for these communities. It does. It does. Oh, you got you to gotta hear about the second day of the convention. This is oh, that's very interesting. Oh, man. Okay. So the second day, you find out that a lot of these regional vice presidents have created subcults within the giant cult. Oh, okay. Because MLM is already the giant cult. And then like each yes. baby MLM underneath the MLM cult are baby cults. So now you're yes. telling me that within ACN, the baby cult of ACN, there are even more tiny, tiny baby cults. Oh, yes. So we wow. were, we were in, uh, we were Cultception. in, uh, one... <laughs> yes. So the, the downline we were in was that uh, jerk that I spoke to in, the, in Utah. The one we that told in... you, how dare you speak to me? You're not successful. Yeah. Yes, that guy. Wow. So I still can't his, believe that. I mean, I can, his, but geez. So our our coat of dress was we were to wear these uh, white button-down collar shirts with black slacks, and um, the RVP's wife would then hand us these bright red ties. Like a uniform. Yes. Okay. For your and, individual team cult. Yeah. And, and Lula Row, we had like t-shirts made that was like, um, what was it? Um, team awesome sauce. And we all wore it around. I know. Yes. It's ridiculous. So we were we were the team that we were on was called the system because we were representing the ACN system. Yeah. The system syndicate. Get your red yeah. ties. Yes. <laughs> so we were all standing there in uniform in our, our the absurdity uniform. of this like like hearing the story back and like thinking and, and knowing that these are cults and like hearing this it's like wow oh. how do you miss it the first time around right like being woke on this side now you're like how did i miss it the first time around yeah so so it's like everybody's like they're they're part they're they're appreciating to be part of that downline now there's also a couple of other mini cults as well as well so you had a couple of other regional vice presidents that uh, were huge Star Wars fans. So you had one team that was called the Empire and the other that was called Rebel Alliance. Yeah, so I definitely had have to put my coffee down because I'm going to spit everywhere with these names. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be on the Rebel Alliance though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, get this. So, so people on the Empire and Rebel Alliance, like the Empire, they're addressed up as Sith Lords and they were carrying they these these multicolored lightsabers that was just like flashing different colors and then uh team um team rebel alliance were dressed as jedi and they were also <laughs> waving these lightsabers and i'm looking this i'm looking at this i'm confused 
This is something you would see at Dragon Con or Comic Con, not an yep. ACN convention. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm like, I've seen these groups of people, but it's been at cons and not MLMs. Not MLMs. So that's kind of what confused me. Um, and and then like, we just have red ties. I didn't know I could have yep. a lightsaber. <laughs> right? And there, there's this one other team that also dressed up and I don't know what the name of that particular team was called, but they wore these black button-down collar shirts, black slacks, and then these bright yellow ties. And they were they were chanting the leader's name in unison. <laughs> and I was like, what is this? Brad, 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 yes. Brad. <laughs> Oh no. Well, and, and the leader of the system, by the way, his last name happens to be Han. So oh, I love I that. So I don't know if that's coincidence or not, but yes, his last name is Han. And <laughs> now that I said that, a, a bunch of robots are gonna come and say, How dare you insult him? How dare you insult? Hey, hey, robots, thanks for the views. <laughs> thanks for the downloads, guys. <laughs> Guess what? Bring the hate because you know what it does? It just yeah. it just boosts my podcast that much more. Right. If you think that me, Roberta Blevins, hasn't gotten bro, like uh, brobot and hunbot hate. Like, <laughs> uh, that happens all the yeah. time. You know how many times people have told me I'm a hater and a bitter person and Oh, I get it I too. I'm so uneducated and I don't know what I'm talking about. And I must have had a really bad experience because it's so, and I'm just like, no, I, I was a top 1% earner. I was a, I, no, like I have, no, 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 no. I, I was, I was part of it. Like I, I saw it and I left. So no, yeah, no, you, you, you can't, you no. So, so we're, we're there, you know, we're, you know, we're during the second day of the convention. We're, we're, we're also told a chance that can you, can you do me a huge favor? All of that. There was this one speaker that was very unique. Um, he tries to motivate us by saying, okay, if you have 25 people that you, that you asked to join and 25 people say, no, are you going to quit? People say, no, if you have 250 people that, that you ask and 250 people say, no, are you going to quit? No. If you have 500 people, you ask, and all 500 say no, are you going to quit? Maybe. (laughs) Well, at that point. I'd have loved to hear a baby. (laughs) 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 Well, here's why at that point. He he snaps us back into reality, and he says, yeah, okay, uh, we'll see what happens when he gets to 245. And at that point, the room just goes dead silent. It's so quiet, you can hear a pin drop. And when you hear it, when you hear that last statement, it feels like a punch in the gut and a kick in the face. Right. Like none of you will ever know what it feels like to be told no 250 times because none of you have the um, motivation to ask 250 people. So once you get 245 no's, then come talk to me. Yeah. Um, and then he goes, I promise you. and then he says, I promise you, some of you will quit. I promise you, some of you won't, but those that won't, you have a great opportunity ahead of you. If you just stick to the system, do exactly what we tell you to do. 
And we promise if you do what we tell you to do, you'll be successful. I mean, that's, that's true. If, if you were to do exactly what they told you to do and, and become the 1% and recruit, 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 and get all of these people underneath you and find five people who know five people who know five people and successfully do it, which is impossible, by the way, if you were mm-hmm. to do that, yes, it would work, but it still mm-hmm. only works for 1% of the people that do it because a- there are not enough people in the world for everybody to be the 1%. No. And those people got in early in the game where I have a huge social media and follow. Right. Okay. Right. That's or a celebrity. Right. Yep. Isn't that the worst? It's celeb. Like I cannot believe that celebrities and professionals, like people that are licensed, people that have degrees and masters and doctorates join these companies. It is a massive ethical and moral, like great. It's just not good. The fact that these professionals even join at all is disgusting. And I know that there's professionals yeah. in, in ACN as well that are, that are hawking this. And these celebrities join um, these people that are experts and, and people join their team very quickly because they're, they're very trusting. Well, I believe yeah. what Tori Spelling says, sure, I'll buy all of her, whatever she's selling. She does something yeah. online, I don't know. But she's making so much money. If Tori, if Tori can join and get to the top, I can join and get to the top. And I'm like, I thought Tori Spelling was like a millionaire. Like, why is she joining an MLM? Like, isn't she? Yeah. Why does she, what? Yeah. I feel like people just don't see like, that's like a whole scam in and of itself. No. Okay. Well, it, it makes it even worse because you have, you have this other guy that, that, uh, that talks about swimming and he says, you can read books on how to swim, but you're not going to learn exactly. You're not going to learn how to swim until you jump in the water. So we're going to jump in the water right here with ACN. Let's get started. Well, wait a minute. How is, how is ACN uh, compared to swimming? I, I don't get that. You know, at least, at least with, at least with ACN, it's like, I may be drowning in financial debt, but I, but, but my life isn't at stake. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there is a fantastic, um, there's a fantastic quote and I'm trying to find it right here. And it's in Robert's book, Ponzinomics. And it's right here. And it's really funny because I guess I read, I, I highlight the book as I read it. And I read it when I was using a yellow highlighter. And then the, when I went to bed, the lights in my bedroom are really warm. So I couldn't see the yellow highlighter and I switched to a pink one. And I must've read the same page again because I double highlighted this. I woke up and I was like, oh, I highlighted this passage twice. So it must be very important. And what it says, um, it says as the pay plan, oh, oh, okay, anyway, Um, There are far too many variables. This is about understanding MLM, right? There are far too many variables, each affecting the other. Without systemic study, it is beyond comprehension. And here's what I highlighted twice. But even then, the only way you could actually understand how it works, MLM, uh, how it works out in practice is to join. That way you would see all of the variables interact from experience but then it is too late. Yep. And I love that because it's absolutely true. When I talk to people that have never been in MLM and they're, and I'm trying to educate and understand, they just like, it's so like, it's so hard to comprehend. And it's like, you really don't understand like the psychological abuse and, and the manipulation unless you're experiencing it, which is why I really focus on the compassion-based education coming from a place of I've been there before and I know what it's like and I want to help you understand, you know, gosh, yeah. there's no other way to understand these businesses other than being in them. Well, case in point, 
I meet this middle-aged couple. I mean, they, they look like they're like a biker couple because the guy has like a long braided beard. Um, <laughs> and we meet, we meet them there. They're from New York. And one of the questions I ask them is like, is, so have you, have you done well in this, in this industry? Have you, um, have you been able to sign people up? Uh, and of course that question makes him uncomfortable. And he's like, well, no, we, we couldn't get a single family member or friend to sign up. We're still here because we believe in the system, but you know, we're, we're struggling with it. We don't really, we, we don't really. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I felt a lot better when they said that because I was in the exact same position. They right. Were. You're like, oh my God. Okay. It's not just me. Yeah. Even though everyone's telling me that it's me, it's, it's clearly not just me. Cause here's proof of the gaslighting right here. Yeah. And I felt a lot better. You know, we, we kind of shared our struggles and I, 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 I realized that I wasn't the only person in there because right. when you go there, you feel like you're the only person struggling and that everyone else is succeeding. Right. Everyone, else, everyone else looks like they're succeeding. They've got Louis Vuitton exactly. bags and fancy ties and wingtip shoes that are polished to freaking mirror shine. And you're just like, these people are way more successful than me. I need to yeah. absorb all their energy and ask them what they're doing so I can be successful too. But it's all a facade. It is. It's all just, just glitter and, 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 and sequins, just lipstick on a pig. Right. It is. And and of course they're looking at you and they're, they're, they're feeling the same way, (laughs) but you don't know that. Right. And they think you're so successful and oh my gosh, he looks so successful. Look at how, look at his watch. Yeah. His cufflinks. Mm -hmm. So um, appearance of success, really the promise of success believe in it, fake it till you make it, pretend hard enough, believe in yourself hard enough, other people will believe in you too, and then you'll be successful. Oh, you know, and one of the, when one of the speakers says, fake it till you make it, I look at that and I say, you want me to lie? No. Yes. I am not going to lose the trust of family and friends by telling them a BS lie in order, in order to succeed in this business. I, I, I was raised, you know, to, to be honest, to be a person of integrity, Um, to be a man of my word. And I am not going to compromise my principles for a pyramid scheme. That's just not going to happen. So uh, with that, um, you have this realization, then you're like, light bulb. Yeah. So the day of the main event comes. And (laughs) yes, Donald Trump arrives, he gives an entire speech. And of course, everybody's excited because they get to see the, the host of The Apprentice on the stage, live, in person. And right. you know, we're, you know, everybody's going nuts. Okay. Um, so he gives this, you know, expiring speech volume, like saying, you know, you, you got to love what you, first thing, you, you know, you got to love what you do. You got to have passion. You know, if you, if you, uh, uh, you know, love what you do, you won't work in a day in your life. And one of the things that, you know, was also said was uh, quoting Jim Rohn, uh, what is uh, work full-time at your job, part-time on your fortune. Okay. That's yep. Um, and then uh, it goes through the speech and then it comes to the Q and a now we're thinking Q and a shoot. I want to ask him some questions. No, 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 no. Probably not already approved questions. <laughs> yeah. You, the regular representative, you don't get to ask him questions. No, right. only 
the successful regional vice presidents, senior vice presidents, and CEOs, they get to ask him questions right. and you get to sit there and, and listen. It, listen and absorb. And it might absorb yeah. and admire their brilliance. Yes, admire them. Oh my take God. it in, take it all in, Russ. Isn't it glorious? Yeah. Right. And I'm just, I'm sitting there and I'm okay. I, I, I get it. Um, and then, and then once that, once that speech is over, the jerk comes back on. He tells a story about how he put a, played a practical joke on his assistant while, you know, at his house, um, his assistant was, you know, over by the guy's swimming pool, just kind of relaxing. And he plays a practical joke by calling the police and say, yeah, there's a, there's a stranger over on my pool. Can you please get rid of him? And uh, the police what? come, they talk, they talk to this guy and they're you know they end up they eventually end up wrestling into the ground because he does not know why they're there and he's getting a little nervous he's freaking out so they 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 cuff him they arrest him take him to, to jail and everybody there is laughing, laughing, laughing what? It up. they're laughing it up they think it's funny i don't think it's funny i'm pissed off that is horrible i mean that's just a misuse of like police funds and 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 resources yeah. anyway yeah. like i hope nothing real happened while the police were busy dealing with a practical joke yeah i i was not happy i was i was livid at that point and um then he says he bailed the guy out and we're good and i'm, I'm like you bailed me out he we're not bailed him out yeah so he but it's not real yeah so why yeah. wouldn't you just go and say hey it was a joke probably because you don't want to get in trouble so instead of just being like ha 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 it was a joke he just bails the guy out now this guy has this on the rec on his record is like trespassing yeah. on, on his friend's property or his boss's property that's disgusting yeah. and they use, disgusting. This, they use this as an example for what the power they hold or something yeah well they he he told the story just to kind of loosen everybody up to get them to laugh and have fun because you know we're tired we've observed so much information and we're, we're all about to go home and once he you know he tells that story i'm i'm living i want nothing to do with this guy in fact i want to freaking i want to break this guy's legs i, I am not happy with this guy but this is based on the so story he just told disgusting wow you, yeah it's i mean there's the same toxicity in in other mlms but like to hear it i i've not like again like i said like i've never experienced these service-based mlms and and the the toxic business personalities that come along with it. Mm -hmm. This really, really, really toxic environment. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pissed off. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in a bad mood at that point. I'm ready to just fly home and forget about all this. <sighs> but um, so I fly home. I oh, fly but wait, home we don't, did, we got to talk about the speaker. Yeah. We got to talk about, we got to talk about the speaker. So Donald Trump is going to speak. A lot of people yes. don't understand this. A lot of times, like, here's the thing. I'm not, my, my podcast is not political. My, my Facebook is not political. I'm an anti-MLM activist. I'm an anti-MLM yes. advocate. If something yes. comes into the realm of anti-MLM and it's political or it's some sort of social justice movement and it is involved in anti-MLM, I will comment on it. Um, yes. The more I've learned about MLMs in my years of being, and the more I do realize how ingrained they are in the fabric of our political um, and economic everything. It, it, they're just so twisted. Um, it's, it's, it's not a coincidence 
that there's so many pro MLM people. I've got to do a, an episode on the politics. I just got to really write it all yeah. down and be really careful about it. Because again, like my voting history is all over the board. So I Same am somebody mine. that is like very much in the middle. I, I, I look at both sides and I come to my own realizations. Um, yep. And again, like that's just life experience. I was very one way when I was younger and the other way. And, and that's just where I am now. Like, you know, I'm in my forties now and it's just, that's just where I'm at. But the thing yeah. is, is politics are so much an MLM and it's bipartisan. It's on both sides. So I, people is. are like, you're saying things about Republicans. And I was like, just wait until tomorrow. <laughs> yep. Cause I'm going to say something about the other side tomorrow. And it's never one-sided with me. I will call out the bullshit when I see it. Yeah. I will say though, and this is a very interesting thing. And this is factual. You can look this up. This is not my own personal opinion. Um, Donald Trump uh, is the ACN. This is in Robert's book. And he talks about this and it says North Carolina became home to the headquarters of ACN, the MLM famously associated with and promoted by president Donald Trump. Um, North Carolina is the site of the major distribution center for Herbalife, blah, 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 blah. But here's the thing. It says um, executives from ACN, according to Harper Harper's investigation, gave $84,550 to North Carolina Attorney General Roy Cooper since the run-up of the company's relocation there in 2008. Nearly 85% of their total campaign contributions during that period ACN even got $600,000 in tax subsidies to move to Concord, North Carolina, and ACN paid Donald Trump more than $8 million to speak at its meetings and endorse their scheme. That makes a lot of sense. $8 million to endorse a scam that boasts a 99.7% loss rate. Yep. That is disgusting. I don't care if you love him or you hate him. You could change his name to any other name. The fact that somebody with that much, and this is, I think even before, this was before he was a president. So that 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 level to ignore that much uh power behind it people when they see donald trump and trump on everything they think success 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 he's a millionaire he's a billionaire he's got casinos he's got hotels he's got resorts he's got everything i've ever wanted he's the american dream personified if you were to give the american dream like a personality, like it would be very close to what Donald Trump is. Like just the, he has everything you've ever wanted. He's the most successful, successful, successful on the outside, like MLM. Yep. It is, you could change the name to anything. Giving anybody with that much influence over people in the business sector, that much money to convince them to join a scam is disgusting. It gets even worse. Please. They have they have four former state attorney generals on their legal team. Mm-hmm. And every time at these conventions, people question their uh, legality, their legitimacy, they will trot out these guys 
put them as props. And those mm -hmm. guys will, each and every one of them will say, uh, I've, you know, I've, I've been a man of the law for years. Mm -hmm. I've caught people, you know, doing very illegal things. This isn't illegal. This is a company of integrity. This is something very legitimate. And each and every one of them has said that in their own way. And they're all lies. And they're all lies. And here's the thing. They're attorneys general. They're politicians first before anything else. Right. Okay. You pay them enough money. Yep. They'll say whatever you want them to. Exactly. Yeah. The other thing that's really funny that a lot of people don't know is a lot of former like heads of the FTC now sit on like regulatory boards of MLMs as their compliance department. So the person that like helped create the policies and loopholes to protect these companies are now sitting on these companies' boards going like, I know everything about this. I know exactly what you can and can't say. Let's do some double speak. Yeah. I'm not going to pay you to recruit. You can't get paid to recruit. That's illegal. But once no. people join, we will give you a bonus because that's not illegal because yep. we did it after, not before. This yeah. is MLM double speak. And it's, I've talked about it before and I'm going to do a whole, I, I think I just need to do a whole episode on MLM double speak because it really is like, it's a real thing. And, and they use it to convince you of one thing that's completely the opposite. And when you realize it, they go, well, duh. No one told you it was easy. You're like, yes, you did. You said it was the easiest thing. You said I could work from my phone. It was part-time. It was going to be super easy. And then it's not easy. And now I'm the person that's, I'm the person that's wrong now. It's my fault. Cause I, you told me it was easy and I thought it was easy. Now you're telling me it's not easy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and everywhere. And right. Like, I'm sure you, you're like, oh my God, I experienced that so much. A equals yeah. B. No one said A equals B. You're like, you did. <laughs> oh, and, and there is a lot of double speak because they say, you know, you had the opportunity to own your own business with our company. And I'm, I'm going to quote a line from uh, Alex Semchuk's Slave Circle documentary, which is very good, by the way. I recommend watching it. Uh, a young woman in that documentary says, the business is not yours. It's never yours. It's never going to be yours. You are always going to be a pawn in that game. Okay. Mm -hmm. You don't control the prices. Nope. You don't control the flow of inventory. Nope. You don't control anything. Okay. You have, you, you have, you maybe have like a, a, a team, but there's always someone above you telling you what to do. Mm -hmm. If you were a true entrepreneur and business owner, that would never happen. Never, never. If you really owned your own business and you did, whether you're making a product or you're finding a product and reselling it or creating something, you're in charge of all of it. You're in charge of the research and the development. You're in charge of going out and, and, and marketing this thing and saying, is there even a want and a need for the thing that I have? Do, do people even, will people even buy this? Is there even a demand at all? There's no demand in multi-level marketing. These, these businesses are, are closed system. Only 10% of, of, of revenue comes outside of the MLM. Only 10% yes. of things actually make it outside of the MLM. Um, in terms of a business, that's horrible. That's horrible. Any business that's only having a 10% um, like profit outside of its own business would be a complete flop. Yeah. The thing is, is the business is a closed system and all of the customers are in this closed system. And this closed yep. system creates and, and, and regulates the, not only the supply, 
but the demand for the supply, they create a false demand for something that nobody asked for, nobody needed, nobody wanted, and it doesn't really even work. And there probably is already a comparable product to this, whether it's cell phone service, lipstick, makeup, food, shakes, insurance, whatever. It already exists in the real world. It doesn't need to exist in this closed system. So they create their own demand for these ridiculous products and then they create the supply and then you're like oh my god it it sold out so fast it's like well of course it sold out you guys bought it all like you're the customer do you not see that only 10 percent of what you buy actually makes it outside of your garage yeah and and here here's where we come to the cell phones that they're going to market in the coming year which is 2007 they, they at first the spe- they they give speeches on how they rail against the big phone companies. Now they charge too much. They advertise rates, all of that. But then when you see how they're releasing cell phones, they they will tell they tell you that they actually partnered with cell phone companies like uh, Sprint, AT and T, Verizon, yada yada yada, and, and to to give you the best rates. Well, wait a minute, you're railing against these phone companies, and now you're making a deal and with now the you're devil. Working with them. Yeah, that, that doesn't make any sense. Well, right. what, what, what's up with that? The thing is, you're not supposed to ask that question. You're just supposed right. to blindly accept it. Just just have faith and trust us. I don't understand yeah. why you don't trust us, Russ. Just trust us. Yeah. I mean, have we steered you wrong yet? And you're like, yeah, like literally every day since I joined. Okay, yeah, well, hey. we're, we're still growing and we're still a company that's learning. So you need to have some grace with us. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, uh, it's, it's wait a second. Better. You just said you've been around forever, but you're still, what? That doesn't make any sense. How can you be A and B? Oh, because A equals B. I never said A equals B. You're like, okay, all right. I'm confused. And again, it goes back to not really being able to understand all these crazy convoluted rules and regulations and requirements unless you're in it. And the only reason you care about it when you're in it is because it affects you. So you learn and you understand this ridiculous compensation plan and ridiculous recruiting scheme and the way that things work and the way that things go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that when it, when it came down to that, I was, I was a bit disgusted. Mm -hmm. And at that point it's like, and I'm, I'm ready to go home. So, you know, after I fly home, my, my upline picks me up from the airport and I, he asked me how the trip was. I, I kind of, you know, tell him everything. And then I, then I, I quote that I, I, I quote the whole jumping in the water with ACN and he looks at me and he says, we are going to spread the gospel of ACN to all who will listen. And now we have the religious speak and the indoctrination. Yep. Okay. Here yeah. it comes. And just wondering I, when it would show up. It's here. I kind of. I nod and I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Uh-huh. And right. then I slip in the question. By the way, did you uh, get those customers for me like you said you would? And he looks at me and he's kind of, you know, what are you talking about? And says, no, what are, you, what are you talking about? And I reminded him of what he promised to do. He says, Russ, I'm not going to do your work for you. That's your responsibility. Double speak and again. Yeah. <laughs> So I remember how I was treated. I remember. And gaslighting too on top of that. The 
I remember the gaslighting, yeah. the horrible car ride, the constantly being talked down to, being yelled at, the the rude regional vice president. Everything, all those all those bad memories just come flooding to me at once, and I knew at that point it was time to get out. Right. So I called ACN headquarters, and I explained the situation. And I said, I, I wanted to leave. I wanted nothing more to do with it. They told me that I needed to write a letter. A letter. <laughs> a letter. Yeah. You, you, you couldn't email. You actually had to write out a letter, you know, put your membership number, your name, you know, address, you know, the top, uh, top, top left-hand corner, write a letter explaining, you know, why you were quitting, why you wanted to leave. Right. Um, and then you- The only you reason for the letter is because it's more difficult. There's yes. more steps required. And so it encourages yeah. you to just not even bother at all. Yeah. So most people, they just kind of, they just kind of, you know, go inactive and don't do anything. That's what most I, people do, yeah. I said, you know what, if that's what I have to do, I'll do it. So I actually went on the computer. Dear ACN. Yeah. I went on the computer. I did exactly what they told me to do. I folded up the letter, put it in the envelope, put the, my return address on, put the address on, put a stamp on put it in the envelope. And once I sent it out in the mailbox, I was done. Now they told me that I couldn't join for another year. And I said, you know what? I'm, I'm okay with Never that. I'm going to join again. Don't worry. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to join the again. year. If you miss us, you're going to have to wait a whole year. So are you yeah. sure you don't want to leave? You're like, yes, I am yeah, I'm sure. Quite sure. I, I felt a, a huge sigh of relief. Head over to quince.com and grab yourself a little something something and support the show by supporting our sponsors. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and say hello to lightweight fabrics and classic styles. I have been taking advantage of the beautiful weather and getting outside for daily walks, and I cannot say enough good things about the Flow Knit High Rise Boyfriend Jogger from Quince. Seriously, running errands, doing school pickups, swinging by the farmer's market, or taking Jaja for a stroll around the lake, these bad boys are versatile. I love the deep pockets, the high waistband, and the internal hidden drawstring. They're quick drying, moisture wicking, antimicrobial, and the four-way stretch makes them so comfortable. They're made with 88% recycled polyester, and the Global Style Standard Certified Yarn dramatically lowers environmental impact by diverting landfill and ocean-bound plastic. Not to mention using recycled claims standard-approved dyeing, washing, and manufacturing processes with low water and eco-friendly dyes. They have become an absolute favorite, and you can save up to 59% off the high-end counterpart by shopping with Quince. Throw on a cotton modal scoop neck tee and some sneakers, and you've got a perfect effortless outfit. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash MLM for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash MLM to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash MLM. Do you ever wonder how much of your personal data is out there on the internet just for anyone to find? I promise it's more than you think. Your name, contact info, social security number, home address, even information about your family members. It's all being compiled by data brokers and openly sold online. This can lead to a lot of problems, including identity theft, phishing attempts, harassment, and unwanted spam calls. But now you can protect your privacy with Delete Me. Signing up for the service is super easy. Just provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. They send you regular, personalized privacy reports showing what info they found, where they found it, and what they removed. 
I got my report and I was floored with the results. Of the 105 data brokers they checked, 83 of them had my data. Delete Me then removed 173 listings of my personal data off the internet. And they make sure that it stays off too. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me at a special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash MLM and use promo code MLM at checkout. The only way to get the 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash MLM and enter code MLM at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash MLM code MLM. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. National Voter Registration Day is kind of a big deal. It's a yearly nonpartisan holiday celebrating our democracy And it's all about getting as many people as possible to, that's right, register to vote. So why is that important right now? Well, sure, local and state elections may not get as much attention as the midterms or the presidential elections, but there's still a super important way for you to use your voice to make an impact and help shape the future of your community. And one of the best parts, registering to vote is really easy thanks to organizations like Headcount. Get registered there in minutes, and you won't have to worry about registration deadlines in your state. And then you'll be ready to participate in all of your upcoming local, state, and federal elections. That really is a big deal. Head to headcount.org forward slash Spotify now to register. That's headcount.org forward slash Spotify. See you at the polls. what I was just about to ask you. How did you feel when you like stuck that letter in the mail? Cause it's the same as like writing that post on Facebook and hitting send or hitting post. How did you feel when you just put it in the mailbox and you're like, I can't get it back now. It's, it's, it's out there. I, I felt relieved, but I also was, I was also was experiencing some PTSD. There was a lot of anger. Yeah. Scared fear. Not so much fear. It was more anger. I I want to I wanted, I wanted revenge. I wanted to, to rail against the, the Huns and the robots, which mm-hmm. at the time I did. And yeah, it didn't work like you said, but right. I, at the time I, I was really <laughs> angry. Okay. You know, um, everybody, when they leave, when they leave, whether it's an abusive relationship, uh, an abusive situation, whether you lose somebody and you're grieving, somebody dies. If you go through any sort of like really traumatic um, experience of loss, there is a grief process. There really mm-hmm. is. And, and you go through these stages of grief. It's so true because I was really angry too. And I'm just, I'm not like, I mean, I'm not an angry person. And so to see that rage in me, I was like, who is this person? Where did that come from? But you go through the, the, the stages of denial and anger and, and, and disillusion. And, and, and then you're mad at yourself and, and you, there's bargaining and, oh my God. And, and, finally you get resolution 
Yep. But yes, I, I mean, going through the stages of grief is so normal. It's totally normal to feel angry and duped and stupid. And I can't believe I did this. And so many people lied to me and, and I believed their lies. How stupid am I? I'm so stupid. It's normal to feel that way. I mean, not forever. If you still feel that way, you know, obviously you get some help, oh. but not you, but just people listening, you know, if you're still feeling anger, then there's some things that maybe need to be resolved. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're 15 years out. You're like, I'm not angry at all anymore. You are on no. the other side of it. You, you have resolution. You now sit in the comment section and, and, and speak out and agree and, and like and comment and post and share and say, yes, mm -hmm. this is true. I mean, you have an incredible grasp of how multi-level marketing works and how it is a thing that is a definable thing with a start and, and a history it's not a business. No. It's a thing. You know, I had a legitimate reason to be angry based on the horrible. Oh, of course. Of course. And I would not wish that on anybody, not even my worst enemy. Gosh. Okay. How long and did it take you when you were getting out to get past that anger stage and to get into the acceptance and to get into that, oh my God, I was just scammed and I was a victim and I was part of this entire ploy. Like how long did it take you to really get there mentally? It, it took me a couple of years, honestly, because after I got out about a year later, I had a fellow coworker who I was working with at the base. He was part of uh, what was then called prepaid legal. Uh-huh. Um, they changed that the name to Legal Shield after the death of Travis Alexander because yep. they don't want people remembering that he was killed by another fellow associate. So they changed the name. But I want to do an MLM true crime episode. I've got a, a friend that's a true crime ML anti MLMer, and I'm going to get her on here, and we're going to go through. There's so many weird, crazy true crime anti MLMs that I just want to stories that I just want to talk about. So that's, I mean, that's crazy that you bring that up, like prepaid legal and Travis Alexander because. Yeah, I'm sure people don't even know that Jody Arias was in prepaid legal with him. Like it's just she was. Yeah. So he invited me over to this prepaid legal meeting, and I, and of course, I knew I wasn't going to join. That 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 was not even a question. Would you go for the free snacks? <laughs> I, 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 I I went for the free snacks, and I pretty much I told my story of what happened in ACN, and this uh, this uh, one hundred. Like I'm going to go and advocate. Free, yeah. I, this this $100,000 ring earner was in total shock. And he's like, I'm not going to rail against that particular representative or ACN, but the, the treatment you received was so horrible. There's no excuse for it. Um, I'm sorry that happened to you. You will not feel that way here if you decide to right. join us. And it's I'm not indicative of any other MLM. That's so strange. And it's probably just a one-time thing. I didn't join. <laughs> Of course I, there's not. no way. I was gonna smack you around if you did. <laughs> oh, I wasn't that stupid. Um, but I, I went, I went, and I said, "Thank, thanks for the invitation. You know, it was nice, but I'm this isn't really for me." And he, he was totally cool with it. Yeah, thanks for the little um, smokies. <laughs> yeah. Um, however, I, I did do, I did try to do that direct mail thing for a while. That put me in, in the hole because so is, was, uh, is that just another MLM scheme or, or another because, 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 you're not, because you're not actually signing people up or recruiting people, you're just putting mailers out 
to, okay. uh, to people. And it's just scammy it, business practice. It's not necessarily it is. anything it is. other than that. Okay. But the thing is, it's like, you know, getting the envelopes and getting the, the, the stuff to the, the material to stuff it in that, that, that was, that was not expensive. What was expensive was the stamps. And your all. time. A lot yeah. of people don't ever factor in their time in terms of how much things cost. Yeah. And there's, I mean, you should base what you're doing on an hourly rate. If you're working for something on your own. And, and if it's less than minimum wage, like if you factor it out and you're like, I worked this many hours and made this much money and it's less than minimum wage. Yeah. Take a hard look at what you're doing. Well, it, it puts McDonald's a, is hiring. Yeah. And the guy there was like, here's an application. You guys are in pyramid scheme. Like, yeah. <laughs> join it, me. Come join me on my team. We actually pay you money every week. You actually will get money every week here. Yeah. Well, that that didn't that ended up not panning out because I I was I was like I was like in a financial hole at that point. So I just I, I quit that. Um, you don't have to tell us how much you lost in ACN if you don't want to, or you can round it to a figure that's not as scary. (laughs) Like, I know, I know exactly how much money I lost. Do you want to share? Will you share with us? Yes, I will be happy to share. It's a lot cheaper than most of you. So I I do apologize if, if, if you compare it to pennies, but I lost $869. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, see, it's like people don't see that because they're like, but I made money. And I was like, yes, but you spent more than you made. So you did make money in MLM. You, you made $100, but you spent $200. So you didn't make any money. You see, mm-hmm. like that's, that, that's the, the, the gross figure is what people are like, what I don't, I don't understand. And I was like, you spent more than you made. That means you yeah. lost money. Well. Year, year, years later, several years later <laughs> after this, um, I, I kind of get, I kind of get with an actress who I worked with in the play because I happen to be uh, a film actor, stage actor, as well as right. voice actor. Um, so I, I, we did like this theater of the absurd play uh, year, years before. I meet with her, I reunite with her, and uh, we, we meet over at Magianos. There, there's two reasons you meet over at Magianos. One it's either a business thing or you're in a very serious relationship that you're, they're taking. Oh, cause it it's fancy. It's yes. impressive. Magianos so, is impressive. Yes. Okay. So we meet over at Magianos and of course, you know, we're, we're catching up on things, on, on things we did and everything. And um, I, I felt like, okay, wow, this is, you know, it's like, you know, maybe I, maybe I can get with this girl, start dating or whatever. No. You're thinking was, like, uh, Oh, she's, she might be interested. We're going to a really fancy restaurant. Like, maybe yeah. maybe hey no yeah no she 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 tried she basically yeah, tries okay. to uh sell me rodan and fields and kind of what get, yeah is there a men's line i think there's a men's line there is it, which is funny she, to me because it's like we have the same uh, skin is skin at the end of the day like yeah <laughs> but she's like you know you're you're you know you're an actor you know you're you're over 30 you know the roles as you get older. Oh, that's what her. You know, if you can use a skin products, you'll look a lot younger. You'll you'll increase your chances of being cast. And I'm like, look, I'm not interested in in being a representative of How this. Predatory. Yeah. 
Wow. And that's interesting because I've, I've heard so many stories about women being preyed upon by the, the, the rodent and fields um, brand, but to hear a, a, a perspective from you, that's like, I'm like, what would they even try to get you on? But it's the actor looking younger yeah. so that you can get more roles. You're like yep. old people are in shows too, you know? Like, yeah. All kinds of, like, that's the thing. Like I will hear people be like, oh, you need to be like skinny and young to be an actress. And I was like, a lot of shows I have of like really fat old guys on it. So I, I don't think that's necessarily true. Like if you're trying to have an accurate representation on, on TV, you should have an accurate representation. So having wrinkles shouldn't be a deterrent for getting a job. Exactly. <sighs> but so, it seems like she's all but this might work i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna try to prey upon him by saying he looks old and you're like i, I mean, don't care if i look old this I mean, is she how did, old she did kind of like give me some products to try out i, I like you know put on my face I, my skin was so sensitive it's like i didn't break out in rash but it was just there was irritation i put that cream on my face yeah. it was burning yeah yeah so Redness i was like yeah, and burning. yep yep and then like you're you know uh, what was it in 2019? I'm I'm kind of like going on, uh, you know, just kind of you know going on the, the date with this event planner. Uh, we go to this uh, re- uh, restaurant over in Denver Tech Center, and sure enough, her friend is running uh, Legal Shield, and there's an actor there that is is you know a guest speaker. I actually did get to talk to him, by the way. He was very nice guy, but I, I you know I was pretty much dressed like you see me now. I wasn't uh, dressed in the suit and tie. I was dressed like this. Yep. I was, I I came in there. I was the only one underdressed and I felt pretty damn good about it. You're all, I know what this is. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. How, like, it's just, it's incredible to me because again, it's like the male perspective is something that I've never experienced in this industry. Um, And I wouldn't think that service-based, especially like skincare ones would go after you. And then prepaid legal, like, well, you're an actor, you're going to need like some legal help sometimes, like something might happen. Um, prepaid yep. legal came to my, because I'm a hairstylist 20 years ago, prepaid legal came to my um, beauty school and did a pitch while we all sat there. And they were like, you know what? People get cut. You do the wrong color. They're doing all these horror stories, which mind you, in the 20 years I've done hair, have never seen any of the horror stories that they used as an example. And um, I was like, like, this seems like a giant scam. And they were preying upon cosmetology students, telling them that once they got into the real world, that customers would be suing them constantly. And so we would need prepaid legal to protect us. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was like, I'm in beauty school. I don't have any money to buy this. This is insane. You're, you should not be, no, we're broke. We have no money, but again, that's like, well, if you have no money, that's another reason why you should join because there's a business opportunity as well. Yep. And they, they explained that and it's, it's nothing I haven't heard before, Right. but you know what? I'm not a fool. (laughs) Right. Isn't it funny? Like I got preyed upon by a a rodent and fields hun literally the day after my birthday. So I just turned 40, um, last month, like two weeks ago or so. The day after my birthday, she goes, Hey girl, happy belated birthday. Na, 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 na. You know, like, I don't even know who this person is. She must've been a hun that I added when I was a hun. And she's like, 
Oh, happy belated birthday. As a super special gift to you, I wanted to offer $40, $40 off on anything that I sell in my Rodan and Fields boutique. And I'm just like, you clearly have no idea at all because I'm very anti-MLM publicly, nationally, internationally, very like yep. well-known in this tiny niche of being anti-MLM. And this hun clearly doesn't follow me or look at anything on my page and really just use that little like friends that had birthdays recently part of Facebook and just sent, didn't even say anything on my page. Just sent me a message the day after happy belated yep. birthday. Here's $40. And I'm like, okay. Like that's proof to me that that is just another recruiting and, and sales tactic. This girl isn't inter interacting on any of my posts. She's just messaging me the day after my birthday and saying that she'll give me $40 off whatever I buy as a gift. Yeah. Tacky. Tacky AF. I was like, ignore. I think I unfriended her. I was like, thank you for showing me. Thank you for coming out of the grass, you little snake. I don't want this stuff. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't unfriend people because I, I don't like, I don't agree with them. I just, I have to start unfriending these huns because they keep popping up and I just don't want it anymore. Yeah. No, and I don't know who this person is. If she was like my cousin or like my best friend or like a good friend from high school, I wouldn't have done that. But she's like, she's just a hun that I collected when I was a hun. She's just someone exactly. I probably tried to sell leggings to, you know? Yep. It's insidious. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's incredibly insidious. Yeah. Knock, That's my knock. grocery delivery driver. Oh, like... <laughs> go get your groceries real quick. <laughs> okay. All right. Yay. Now you have food again. So yeah. I looked up um, before I called you this morning, I looked up ACN um, scam and ACN like income disclosure statement because it's very very hard yes. to find those and I didn't actually find an ACN disclosure statement I did find income disclosure statements um and and compensation plans but none of them actually said like ACN so I couldn't really for sure be sure that it was ACN's numbers I mean pretty much the numbers are all exactly the same but what I did find I found an article from 2016 that Robert wrote on nasdaq.com and he and he actually brings up this. Um, he says, similarly, ACN, the MLM famously endorsed by Donald Trump offers nothing for USA participants, but does offer an average income figure to Canadians in terms of a um, income disclosure statement. So they have one for active distributors. ACN discloses in a tiny print link at the bottom of the page called earnings statement that in 2010, the average income was approximately $500 a year, which is less than the cost of joining and participating. <laughs> These absurd income claims indicate why so many other MLMs, MLMs offer no disclosures to USA consumers for due diligence use and those that do inevitably concoct grotesquely misleading documents. So I thought that was interesting. Um, I couldn't find it anywhere, but good old Robert always comes through. And um, in 2010, it was $500 a year for, for, the, for Canadians. They don't even have Robert, the American, they don't even have the American um, statistics. Robert Fitzpatrick is the man. I, I would love to talk to him about my experience because- Oh, he he's was, so he great. He's so great. He really is. He's like, 
I super fangirl. He's going to be on the show. I keep saying, like, I keep telling people, I'm like, Robert's going to be on the show. I'm so excited. He's him and I have had very lengthy phone conversations in the past and he's just you so have cool. I express permission to tell him my story. Oh, oh yeah. I will send him the link to this app episode. And it's definitely going to be a two-parter, like most of my incredible, interesting interviews with people. Um, I will definitely let him know because this is one of the more out there stories. I mean, we've heard about like in the past episodes about like the magic blueberry juice and like all of these other crazy claims, but like you're just your personal experience in the van of death and like the whole thing, all of this crazy concoction to just convince you that it was a good idea literally led you in the exact opposite direction, made you realize it was a scam almost immediately, no matter how much you put in, no matter how much positive, toxic positivity reinforcement you got or negative reinforcement that you got, you still came to the same conclusion and you were like, no, these are scams. Like this is a scam. This is a scam. And the one you invited to me next week is a scam. And this is, this one was, and that one is, and everything from this moment forward is going to be. And that's what they are. That's what Robert says. That's what I say, that these are systemically designed to funnel money. There's no other explanation to how, like, it's formulaic. It's absolutely formulaic. There's a reason that, that top earners leave MLMs and start their own MLMs. Because once they get up in those top positions, they see where the real money comes. You know, and here's the thing. I recently did a little research on um, some, some, uh, regional, some former regional vice presidents who were in ACN at the time of the, uh, while I was there. I wanted to see if they were still in ACN and if they rose to the re- uh, level of regional vice president or senior vice president. Here's the thing. Uh, quite a few of them have left ACN, went to another a- uh, MLM, <laughs> brought their entire downline with them oh. and are now Bridging. Uh, Bridging. one of the top representatives there. Uh, there. Like one, one couple went to Kiani, another one went to, I think. We just Uskin. talked about Kiani in the last episode. I know it's not up yet. You haven't, but we literally, yeah. like last night, we had a whole long discussion about Kiani, the magic blueberry juice. Incredible. Another yeah. guest. I have another friend. <laughs> Is so, that someone else knocking on your door? Yeah, he's just knocking on the. Uh, thank you. So, um, I anyway. love this like life aspect because you know we're all home, we're all stuck at the pandemic. I'm doing this podcast from my bedroom. I'm not. I have an Amazon microphone and, and headset. I'm not fancy. Literally, that's my bed behind me. Um, and I I kind of actually like hearing sometimes my dog will bark or like you'll hear my kid open the door and go mom and she's like oh you're <laughs> done or like you you your grocery delivery showed up or you're saying thank you to the person that's like dropping something off so I kind of think it's fun it's like we're all stuck at home what else are we gonna do listen to my podcast while you drink your coffee and check your email and go oh they're getting groceries delivered at the same time as I am that's yep. totally normal that's our new normal so I embrace the realness and the authenticity of me doing interviews literally in my bedroom I think it's kind of fun oh I'm not professional totally. by any means totally you know the, the good news the good news is is uh like uh, like next week I'm gonna be talking to uh uh Jess and yes! who recently yes! interviewed you and yes um you interviewed oh, her I love her I'm, I, I emailed her the same story and she's like oh my god I want to talk to you uh-huh so she told me that yesterday so I already know 
because <laughs> I told her we did a clubhouse. Uh, we did an MLM debunking clubhouse. We like to do those on the mornings during the week. Um, and we will show like, um, well, I'm not, I'm not show because it's a radio thing, but um, I'll put it on my Instagram so people can see, but I'll debunk things that I see in anti-MLM groups, like that Hun's post or like, oh, it sounds like MLM, but okay. It sounds like a full-time income to me. And I'm like, okay, well, let's break that down. It's not. So we do those sort of chats in the morning on Clubhouse. And so I was saying, oh, I'm so excited because tomorrow I get to interview a guy and I've never, and she goes, I know who you're talking about. And I was like, really? She's like, yeah, he's going to be on my show too. And I was like, oh, Russ is great. And she's like, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, you know, I- the more we can get everyone's story out, the more channels that we can reach, there's no competition for me in the anti-MLM world with my, with my advocate girls, like, and guys, like the more we can get this message out, the more people can corroborate stories. The more people can say, yes, I can relate to that. It happened to me, the better. I'm not here know- for the drama. I'm here for the education. You know, one one of the one of my uh, favorite content creators uh, is is Josie. I actually oh, sent her an email wanting to talk to her. She'll she hasn't replied because I guess she's busy. But oh, yeah. she's one of my favorite content creators. She's, she's like the older sister that I never had that I wish I had. I'm the oldest in the family, so I can say that. Yeah, I'm the oldest too. I love um, Josie. Yeah, I, her and I, I can talk forever to talk too. To her. her and I can talk. I would forever love too. to talk to her. You know, tell her my story. Um, I, I love to talk to Alonda Carter, who I think is a, is a I mother. I love Alonda hand. too. Yeah. These are all my um, friends. I will, I will, you know, I'll just send them this clip and say, Hey, look, yeah, we, here's the thing. We mostly talk to women because men aren't as open about their failures, quote unquote, because they're not really a failure, but I, that, and that, and maybe that's wrong, but like, that's just my personal experience is most of the people that reach out to me are women. Most of the people that are victims in this industry are women and, and most, and I'm a woman and most of the people that reach out to me are women. And so it's really interesting to see it. Like, I mean, I've said it a million times, but it, it really is an interesting pers- perspective to see it from a male's perspective and the way that you were groomed and the way that you were um, manipulated and, and, and the things that they thought would, would get your heartstrings and, and clinch you very similar like at the very base like it is emotional manipulation like don't you want to be better don't you want to have more don't you want to be the best but like don't you want to create a future for your future family you don't even have versus like don't you want to be a good mom and wife it's the same thing it's the same that's what's Mm -hmm. crazy to me it's the same manipulation it's the same guilt but it's just slightly skewed for just a, a different person yeah no it, it, it is and you know the thing is like for for the guys who are you know in, in finance or uh legal stuff or yeah all the service service based, it's 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 the same it's the same thing i'm um, also uh one of the, one of the people i i would love to have you guys talk to is a documentary filmmaker alex semchuk who oh yeah yeah directed yeah. the slave circle yeah um he I'd be all about the direct selling side. Yeah, I'd be all about that. I don't know him. I, yeah. I, could, I guess I could reach out. Oh, yeah. P- like, please, hey, please do. He's like, I was told you're the person to talk to. I mean, those are the emails I get. I yeah. get so many random emails and messages that are always like, I was told that you were the person I should talk to. And I'm like, hey. Yep. <laughs> so I'll just have to use the same line that's used on me, on him. Well, 
well, it's like, if you were to talk to Alex, he would expose the, the direct selling side, which he, he often talks about the people in the stores like the Walmart and the Costco that advertise, yeah. you know, free gifts. And um, mm -hmm. they, 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 they go through a presentation of advertising yeah. a product that you don't need. Right. That's you don't need it. Like powdered but, celery. It's my favorite he, product. You don't need powdered celery. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's 50 bucks a tub. He talks about like the business behind that and um, the people that are involved who work countless like hours for little to no money. The Cutco people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, I see the, the Spark Cutco Circle, people. the Sidcor. Yep. I see this, the Cutco people at Costco all the time. And I'm like, no, thank you. Yes. Yeah. My mom actually, um, when I was growing up, we had a friend that was selling Cutco. Um, and he reached out to my mom and she was like, I'll take the pitch and get the free pairing knife or whatever. I'm telling you, my dad, rest his silly little soul, um, loved Cutco knives. <laughs> and so every year for like any gift or anniversary, Christmas, anniversary, birthday, anything, my mom would get him another Cutco knife. And they have this massive, like multi-thousand dollar Cutco, like huge. I should take a picture of it and post it. I will. I'll put it in the show notes. I'm going to write that down, but like Cutco knives, because people are going to yes. be like, what? Massive. She has like 10 steak knives. I mean, our, we have a family of four and we have 10 steak knives um, and everything. She goes, she's very morbid because of COVID and, and my father being gone. She goes, when I yeah. die, do you want these? And I looked at her. I'm like, are you fucking serious right now? And she goes, what? And I go, why would I want MLM knives? I'm an anti MLM. She's like, there's thousands of dollars of knives here, Roberta. And I was like, I, I like, I just can't, like, I just can't stand on a platform and say, don't do this. And then be like, sure, I'll <laughs> go ahead and just will me those knives. So she's like, fine, I'll give them to your sister. And I turned and she's got this like antique phone on the wall. I said, I'll take that though. <laughs> right. <laughs> she's like, you want that phone? I was like, yeah, I want that phone. I want that phone. And I want that old rotary, like, um, like the plastic rotary phones we have one you can't call out on it because it's obviously rotary but it does it does ring and you can't answer it and you can have phone calls <laughs> on this old rotary phone from the 70s it's like bake light <laughs> plastic it's amazing I'm like I'll take that one too <laughs> she's like you don't want the knives I'm like I absolutely do not want these knives not at all I said in fact if I get them I will sell them and buy better knives yep. and she looked at me like like blasphemy I was like give them to Katie then I don't want them <laughs> so that's how I feel if I had purchased them myself I probably would keep them um right but, but I didn't um I do have things around here I have a Scentsy warmer that I spent a ton of money on that's so stupid um and I kept it because I like it and the way that it lights up it's like really cool but I don't burn Scentsy wax in it I I, I I buy actually Jessica's sister owns um, Windermere wind. I can't even say it. Windermere candle company. And I bought waxes from her. So I buy her, my wax melts from Jessica's family. Um, they're delicious and smell wonderful. I think they're sore based. And every single person that comes to my house is like, what is it smells incredible in here. And I was like, I know. And it's not sensey. It's not sensey and it's cheaper than sensey and it's bigger than sensey and it's better than sensey. And I like it a lot better. Um, and so for me, always 
just, you know, moving on and, and, and not supporting MLMs currently, if you've spent the money on it and you've got tons of stuff, as long as it's not harmful to you, like harmful to your health or like making your skin break out or things like that, yeah. I mean, it's, it's money that you wasted. And, and so I feel like sometimes using it is another, like, see, just use this up. So you remember to never buy this again. Yep. <laughs> um, but I have thrown a lot of MLM stuff away. But yeah, those knives. So every time I see them at Costco, I'm like, I have enough of these. Thank you. Right. <laughs> I have like thousands of dollars of these. I'm good. Yep. But yeah, no, um, I, I, I would love, I, I want to talk to everybody. So if anybody wants to talk to me, I always say that at the end of these shows, I always say, you know, email me. Um, and the other thing that we do at the end of these shows is I do my rapid fire questions. And so I'm going to do that. We're going to, we're going to rapid fire these questions out really quick with you. And all right. Just tell me what you think. Just, just go, just whatever pops into your head. No judgment, no censorship. Let it fly. All right, Russ. All right. One word that encompasses how you feel about MLM. Scam. <laughs> One warning to somebody who wants to join an MLM. You want to lose money? Because that's a good way to lose money. <laughs> Worst MLM in your opinion. Uh, well, I'm going to be a little biased and say ACN, but right. I have seen betting on zero and the, and the, the stuff and grand, that happened to those yeah. poor people mm -hmm. with, the uh, uh, wh what was it? Uh, life. Yeah. Yeah. That those nutrition that's uncalled clubs. for. Mm -hmm. And you know what else the government in, in LA, let it happen. Yep. And our current vice president, let it happen too. Yep. Unfortunately. Um, hardest lesson that you learned while in multi-level marketing? Hardest lesson I what? Hardest lesson that you learned while in multi-level marketing. There's so many. How many your friends really are. <laughs> your friends. Yeah. Cause the ones that were saying that they were your friends were the ones that were trying to get you in. And the ones that were actually your friends were like, Russ, really? This is a scam. Yeah. So know who your friends are and, and trust yep. them. People that love you aren't jealous of you. They want your best interest. They want you to be happy and they want you to be successful. People that love you and know you don't wish yep. for you to fail. So yep. that's a lie in multi-level marketing that you should never, ever, ever believe. Um, and then the last question, which is kind of my favorite because the question, the answers are just really great. And I like to end on a positive note, a positive takeaway from MLM that you learned that you still use to this day. It gets better. It's better. The day you leave, okay, you're going to be going through an anger phase, but mm -hmm. over a period of time that your emotional reserves will dry and you'll have a bit of a release and you can use that for good to not only keep others away from MLM, but if anyone uh, offers you the, op the opportunity you'll have made that decision ahead of time right. not to join. You'll recognize the signs. There are so yeah. many signs to the grooming of multi-level marketing that people just ignore as a friend trying to just meet up for coffee. And there are so many of these grooming signs and it's so commonplace. I mean, MLMs have been commonplace since the forties and really commonplace since the eighties. 
And so you look around and you see that Avon lady and, 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 and the Mary Kay stuff and the prepaid legal and the Herbalife and the Amway. And it's been in your life for so long as a normal thing. That's part of the grooming to normalize multi-level marketing as not a cult and as a business. But those of us who have done the research, the actual research, when people, when Huns go, do your research, it's not a pyramid scheme, those are legal. I have done the research. I have. That's why I know this stuff. <laughs> yeah. So well, the do robots your research. Will say, yeah. Here, here's what the robots say. They'll, they'll use the word scam as an anachronism and they'll say, still confused about money. It's only a scam if you fail at it. But 99.7% of people, quote unquote, fail. So we using their logic, your company is a scam. It's only a scam if you fail and 99.7% of people fail. So it's a scam. MLM doublespeak right there. Well, and and they'll say that network marketing, that's what what they use. Not MLM. MLM. Oh yeah. They'll say, they'll say it's created over 100,000 millionaires. Right. No. (laughs) Nope. Nope. No, 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 not at all. Yeah. So. It's incredible. Thank you so much for talking to me. Thank you so much for spending like your Saturday morning with me and telling me your story and maybe giving hope to some people out there that are stuck in this um, or have friends and families that are stuck in it. And they, they resonated with your story. So it's so important. If you have a story that you want to share and you want to be on the show, I would love to have you, especially if we haven't talked about your MLM and you have an experience that we haven't talked about. I want to hear about all of them, but especially if you're sitting there going, man, I bet you'd really like to hear about my time in Amway. You are correct. Email me the real Roberta Blevins at gmail.com. Make sure you're liking, subscribing, sharing all of the stuff you're supposed to do with podcasts. Get it out there. Let's end the stigma of failure in an industry that's systemically designed for you to fail by sharing these stories, relating to each other and realizing that it's a scam and it's not your fault. All right. It was a pleasure. (laughs) It was a total pleasure. And I'm so glad that we actually finally got to do this. We've been talking about this for so long. And so thank you so much um, for being so vulnerable and so open and for sharing. Um, and again, it's life after MLM, man. And it gets better. It's, it's so great that you said that because it really, really, really does. So I will see you guys next Sunday. Um, and other than that, have a great rest of your day. See you guys next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Life After MLM. Please don't forget to like and subscribe and share with all of your anti-MLM friends as well. See you next time.